Welcome to Motherhood in Hollywood, episode 161. I'm Heather Brooker, and my guest today is Katie Rosen Kitchens, the CEO and co-founder of Fab Fit Fun. And she has some really amazing, inspiring stories to tell you guys about how she created this multi-million dollar business. But before we get into that, I want to tell you guys, for the last week or so, I have been living in my democracy genes. Now, in the last episode, I told you that I just started partnering with them and they sent me some of their jeans to wear and some of their uh, clothes to wear. And it's hard for me to find jeans that I'm comfortable in and clothes that I'm comfortable in because I'm a bigger girl. I'm curvy. I have weird mom front fat and side fat and, you know, weird uh, curves. (laughs) (laughs) to put it, um, to put it bluntly. And it's hard for me to find jeans and pants that are comfortable. And what I love about these democracy jeans is they have something called absolution. These are absolution jeans, AD solution. Now these, this means that they sort of lift and, and tuck in. Um, that's the best way I can describe it. They, they like lift and tuck in, but without being like skin tight, there are some jeans that say they have like these panels that help hold your, your stomach in or lift your butt up or whatever, but they're so uncomfortable and you can't sit in them. You can't move in them. That's not how these jeans are. The democracy jeans have a no gap waistbands. They have these slimming mesh panels. Um, there is definitely a booty lift. Hey, and this fabric is so stretchy but it doesn't give way and it doesn't get loose to where you feel like your jeans are baggy. Um, and it's got this like extra, um, what is the best way to describe it? Like extra like band in the waist to kind of pull things in. And for me, after having a kid, you know, it's nice to have things that kind of lift and, and tuck in a little bit, but are still comfortable. So I cannot speak highly enough about democracy. I'm going to be talking more about them and about their apparel and stuff over the next few months because they are sponsoring motherhood in Hollywood. But if you want for more information about democracy or you want to read about my experiences with them, go to motherhoodinhollywood.com and check out my latest post on them. But also visit democracyclothing.com. They are online and also on Instagram as well if you want to see what their clothes look like. So check it out. Democracy clothing. Love it. Live in your booties. It's all about curve equality. All right, you guys, here we go. Come on, mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. It's almost Christmas time. I hope you guys are getting ready for the big day for the fat man to come to your house. Um, (laughs) I know we are around here. It's been a little crazy. There's been, um, you know, it always is around the holidays. I know I'm not alone here, but it's always such a fun, like hustle and bustle. It's we're going to events. We are making Christmas cookies. We are dressing up for school. Like it's all fun things that come January uh, go away and we get the January blues where it's like, no one's hosting anything. No one's, um, throwing parties. No one's doing anything. Cause everyone is just too worn out from December. So I'm enjoying the hustle and bustle. Cause once it's over, it's over. And I have to say lately, I, I've been Channing's five and a half now, and she's still believes in Santa Claus. She still believes in the magic of our little elf on the shelf. And 
I, I know it will fade eventually. She's so smart that I know that, you know, I, this might be our last Christmas having her believe, you know, because I feel like next year she might say the jig is up, mom. I know it's you and dad that are moving the elf around <laughs> or it's you and dad that are wrapping the presents from Santa. She's just very smart like that. So I'm kind of, I'm relishing in this Christmas to, um, uh, hang on to every little bit of her childhood as I can. And right now I'm preparing for a big party I'm throwing tonight. It's the MIH holiday swag party. A couple times a year, I host events where I share some of my favorite brands and some of my favorite items with people who I love and who I think are cool and who get to be on my it list. And um, we have a little party and have a get together and it's a good time. So that's happening tonight. And I'm just kind of running around getting ready for that, trying to get over a little bit of a cold. Also, this last weekend, uh, part of the reason why I'm <clears throat> feeling a little extra rundown is Chris and I went out on a date night. We went out to a very fun event with Fab Fit Fun. If you haven't heard about Fab Fit Fun, they are the premier, um, really the, the the model for subscription boxes. And there's so many subscription boxes. I get emails every week from people with subscription box ideas and suggestions and and pitches. Um, but Fab Fit Fun really started it all. Because they have um, high-end beauty, um, lifestyle, wellness products um, that they ship to your house every um, three, I think it's every quarter. And um, we have been partnering with FabFitFun for like the past, um, like the past seven or eight months. And I met the owner, um, the co-founder, I should say, of FabFitFun, Katie Rosen Kitchens, at our Aulani trip when we went to Aulani a few months ago. She was so lovely. She has a little girl, Channing's age, and um, she has two girls actually, and one of them is Channing's age. And she just was so nice and down to earth. And she owns a multi million dollar company. And for those of you who may not have noticed or didn't hear the news, FabFitFun just made over $200 million in revenue and now has a million subscribers to their box. So this is the box that you want to get in the mail. And this mama is behind it. She now works with, um, huge celebrities who, uh, I'm, I'm sure you guys have seen it in your Instagram feed and on your Facebook feed. Uh, a lot of celebrities, um, pitch this box and they talk about this box and they get this box. I get it. And it's awesome. Chris even got one. They have, they now have a, a box for men, a fat fit box. Fab Fit Fun box for men. And um, I love Katie's story. She started it out of something she just enjoyed doing. And now it's a multi-million dollar business. And I hashtag goals, you guys. That's the goal. The dream, right? So I hope her story is inspiring to you guys. It certainly was to me. And um, I'm going to take a couple of weeks off for the Christmas holidays. And I have a huge announcement that's coming up in the new year. So please, please, please stay tuned for that. You're not going to want to miss it. And I'm going to now uh, wrap up my mommy monologue, mommy monologue <laughs> so I can get to this interview with Katie Rosen Kitchens, the co-founder of FabFitFun. Okay, Katie, I love the FabFitFun box that I get. And this is so cool. I get to see the behind the scenes of where you guys put everything together. This is where you put everything together, right? So it's where the much of the magic happens. It's where we choose all of the products that go inside. It's not where we actually 
physically kit the boxes. We have a warehouse outside of downtown that is the size of a couple of football fields, which is why it's not in West Hollywood. I was like, that's impressive that you can do all of that from this space. Yes, not quite. But we do we do fun things. We also have, um, you know, we launched FabFitFun TV last year and we shoot a bunch of content in the back. So fitness videos, cooking content, relationship stuff. Whenever I post about my FabFitFun box, I get a lot of messages from people who want my discount code, who want to know more about the box. And I would love to know how you came up with this idea. Like, how did it all start? Yeah, absolutely. So we have a pretty unique story in that FabFitFun actually started as an editorial brand. So we were a women's lifestyle magazine where we were writing about everything women need to feel good from the inside out. My background is in editorial. Um, and what we saw was, you know, at the time, you know, 10 years ago, um, all of the glossies were very much sort of dictating, you know, what you were supposed to look like, what you were supposed to wear. And I think for us, we really just wanted to be your best friend that happened to know everything about beauty, fashion, and fitness. Um, and, you know, as we sort of built out um, the website, we realized that we had created this pretty nice marketing opportunity um, for other people. And we thought, you know, why not use it for ourselves? Um, and there was, you know, we liked the subscription box model. There was a couple that were pretty popular, you know, Birchbox and Ipsy being, you know, the two beauty sample boxes that most people knew about at the time. And for me, as a, you know, lifestyle editor, I loved getting packages in the mail. I loved trying new things, um, but I'm also really cheap. So the idea of paying for samples when I could go get them for free at Sephora was a little bit challenging. You know, on top of that, um, you know, most of the boxes were in these very niche spaces, you know, beauty, fashion. Um, healthy snacks. And I think for us, you know, we were really a lifestyle brand and we wanted to look at a woman holistically. Um, and when you think about, you know, these different categories, let's say fashion, um, there's no such thing as like a sample size scarf or a sample size pair of earrings. So this full size really did make sense. So we launched the boxes in the spring of 2013. And that's really been the focus of the business ever since. Um, and I think, you know, what's sort of unique to me is that you know, I've had a sort of a career evolution here at FabFitFun, um, you know, for those first boxes, you know, we needed products. Um, so we leveraged a lot of my PR contacts to, um, you know, curate those first couple of boxes. And then suddenly I had a new job. So, um, you know, these days I oversee what we call partnerships. And so it's really, um, you know, curating what goes in the box. So merch, sales, biz dev, product development, events, um, and a couple of other things, but you know, it's, it's been a fun opportunity to learn, you know, really a new set of skills in my thirties. I always very much thought of myself as a creative. So this business part of it has been, been fun to try out. It's so impressive what you've built and what you've created. And I would love to know more about how you decide what goes in each box, because it's not just samples. Like you said, it's full size products. And you must just be inundated with companies who want to get in the FabFitFun box just for the sheer publicity of it all and the sheer like reach of their products. And I want to know, like, how do you decide what goes in the box? We get a lot of product. Um, in the beginning days, I used to say that like I had every single beauty and fashion accessory 
possible. And while it didn't pay my mortgage, it made me look beautiful, which was fantastic. Um, no, but you know, it's actually been a little bit of an evolution on on that front as well. Um, so when we launched, you know, everybody came from the website. They were very much my demo. Um, I picked eight products that I really loved, and chances high, chances were high that you know it was going to resonate with members. You know, we we recently announced that we just crossed the one million member mark last month, which was super exciting. Um, but it does mean that the audience is much more diverse. And what we know is that you know, an eighteen year old in San Diego probably doesn't want the same product as a sixty five year old in Kansas City. So um, we 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 address this basically through curated choice. So now members have an opportunity to you know choose between a makeup palette. Um, an electric diffuser or a scarf, which is really fun. So it's gone from, you know, eight of the same products in every box to around 20 products that you get to choose between that creates something like, you know, three to 400 variations a season. Um, We also do, you know, more and more data science. I mean, we have a merch team that we really do, we believe has pretty phenomenal taste and, you know, they are constantly forecasting what trends they think our members are going to be excited by. Um, and we, they put together sort of a preliminary skeleton of what each box looks like. Um, that then goes into the hands of our consumer insights team, who is also, you know, surveying members every week about what brands they're excited by, what trends they'd like to see and what products they want and all of that information that goes back into the hands of the merch team who goes out and finds the best products and the best brands each season. Um, And once they sort of um, find the things that they like, those products go into the hands of many different um, parts of our org. So our editorial team, our ops team, and our merch team, you know, all try every product. We make sure that, you know, they work as effectively as we'd like them to. They look look good on all kinds of skin tones and body types and hair types um, and sort of whittle the list down to what we think is the best. And then it goes back to CI to then do more surveying around those specific products. So before, you know, a product ever touches a box, we have – a Q score for the brand. We have a forecasted rating for the product. Um, and and again, then we create these variations to hopefully create the best box each season. But I mean, look, we also think we level set, you know, meaning that the boxes I really do believe are getting better. Um, and people's expectations then, you know, get get higher and higher. And literally, I think I'm killing myself. But no, we want, we want to make sure that this is, you know, a really premier box that people are going to love. Now, you mentioned the word premiere, and I would love to know how, at what point did you cross over to becoming the premier subscription box or box that people want to get in the mail? Because anytime I post about it, people are like, oh my gosh, you've made it. You have a FabFitFun box. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they're like, you've made it. You have reached the point now where you are the real deal influencer. And I want to know, at what point did you start to bring on like celebrities to be your spokesperson? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a combination of a couple things. You know, I do think there was a few differentiators between the actual product. You know, one being that it's 
lifestyle products, two being that it's sort of full size, um, and three, and I think maybe most importantly that, you know, we actually don't consider ourselves a subscription box. We consider ourselves a membership. Um, so, you know, in addition to getting the box each season, you know, we are continuing to layer on, you know, tons of different perks so that, you know, even if you didn't like all of the products in your box, which of course would never happen, um, you know, you're getting so much value from the membership through things like FabFitFun TV and our community and our, you know, annual flash sales and whatnot. Um, but sort of as you mentioned, um, influencer marketing has been really core to the brand from the very beginning. Um, you know, we don't we don't really do one off um, partnerships with influencers. We really do like to bring them into our family so that, you know, most of our partners, you know, are posting for an entire year. And because of that, they really do get an understanding of who we are as a brand. Um, and I, I think that makes for a more successful post. Um, I also think, you know, just sort of given what our diverse membership looks like, you know, it's been really important to be as inclusive on the influencer front as well. So obviously we do the traditional um, partnerships with like the beauty YouTubers and, you know, super fashionista Instagrammers, you know, but it's also Olympic athletes. It's mom entrepreneurs. It's a lot of, you know, reality stars which get don't get me wrong I absolutely love um but I do think you know being able to see themselves and the people that we work with um was something that was incredibly helpful um and I think look these days our members think of themselves as influencers you know they want to be the first one on their block to tell their friends about all the products that they've received and what we found is they really do you know imitate our wonderful influencers they now do their own unboxings across their own social media channels and it creates this you know super Nova of UGC that equals, you know, a few hundred million impressions, you know, for our partners each season, which is like basically a couple Super Bowl commercials rolled up into one. I think it's so smart that you and FabFitFun are utilizing influencers and to help spread the word and not just like the big influencers, the big celebrities, people who have reaches and, you know, in the hundreds of thousands or millions or whatever, but um, influencers at all different levels um, because somebody who is in Ohio or Idaho or wherever may have a different reach than a celebrity influencer. So it's really great that you guys are reaching out to influencers at all levels and you've kind of been the pioneers in that kind of influencer marketing. Well, and I think, you know, the difference between like a traditional actor, let's say, versus, you know, someone who is an influencer in social media or a reality star is that, you know, we see this behind the scenes version of their life and we believe that we're friends with them, even if we actually haven't met them, right? I mean, I know far too much about the majority of, of every city of housewives, you know? Um, and I think there's something in that that really resonates, you know, when you are talking about a product that you love, you know, if it is someone who is not your sort of traditional actor, like you believe that your friend is telling you that recommendation, which is infinitely more powerful than some random actor. And I think we've seen a lot of success on on that front. Um, and I agree, you know, it's it's definitely not the number of followers that someone has. It's always going to be about engagement. Um, and certainly even someone who has a thousand followers, you know, if they're getting hundreds of comments on, you know, that particular post, I mean, that's incredible. And that's someone that we want to partner with. I would love to know at what point 
during your business, you realized you needed to make some big moves and cross over into something bigger. Like you knew that this was going to grow and expand and be something larger. Cause I feel like I'm at that point. I just don't have the time to do it. Um, I just hired an assistant, which has been amazing. And we had our first meeting and I totally feel like I'm just big time now. I love it. And I think it's so necessary. You know, we really can't do everything on our own, despite what our brains sometimes tell us. I think especially with, you know, entrepreneurial people, you know, often we think it's just easier if we do it ourselves. Um, but, and, and honestly, that may be true in the beginning, but it gets to a point, like you said, where it's no longer true anymore. And I think, you know, it can be really hard to let go of that control. Um, you know, we are, you know, I, I'm still amazed. We have 350 people right now in our office, um, plus the warehouse, which is crazy. Um, but we ran really lean and mean for the first few years. I mean, there was, you know, 10 people for the first three years and we could all sit together in a room and we were all aware of the same goals and it was really, you know, easy to operate the company, you know, suddenly we're on two floors, you know, there's people that I don't even know that work here. I mean, it's a huge, it's a huge change. Um, but I do think, you know, letting go and being able to hire people who have expert, more expertise in more sort of niche areas is incredibly important and necessary for any business to grow. I mean, we've spent the last two years really focused on hiring. So the majority of people who are here today were not here two years ago. Um, and, you know, their expertise is really what's been, you know, so instrumental to the growth over the past two years. I think, you know, for us, or I would say for me in particular, you know, because sort of what there was, I think a beauty in my lack of experience, let's say, in that, you know, I wasn't, um, I wasn't confined by the way things were supposed to be. You know, we are not particularly precious about what we do at FabFitFun. We are, I think, incredibly innovative and we're open to, you know, trying 10 things, seeing what works, investing in the five that actually work, and then sort of throwing away the the things that you don't. Um, and I think that that only comes when you're sort of creating something a little bit new. But I do think at, at, scale, at, at a certain sort of level of scale, you know, you want those people that have done it in a traditional way, right? That they have this sort of knowledge that they can bring to the table. And whether we incorporate it or not, at least it widens our sort of eyes about what we could be doing to get to the next step. So I want to switch gears just a little bit and talk about um, motherhood and business. And um, our girls became fast friends when we were on the Disney Alani trip together, which was so much fun. And you, FabFitFun was just sort of beginning and growing when you became a mom were you worried at all that it would affect your business or was there any hesitation ever about having kids and running this business and getting it off the ground so my my um first daughter summer is exactly the same age as the box um literally i was on maternity leave when that first box started shipping um and i honestly don't think i knew i i i i um, remember telling a friend who had 
um, babies already that I was, you know, sort of going on maternity leave, but that I was going to be working just as much every day and that it was obviously going to be different for me just because of who I am. Um, I was wrong. You know, it was much, you know, newborns as much as they sleep all the time, you know, you're breastfeeding like 80 hours a week. And, um, it was, it was a really big change for me in a very sort of eye opening, um, scenario. Um, you know, so I, I think it, it was sort of just jumping headfirst and not knowing. And sometimes that's the best way to do it. Because quite frankly, if I knew how hard it was going to be, I'm, I'm not sure that I would have made that leap. Um, and I also just to be totally honest, and I tell this story a lot because I feel like somehow it's like, um, relieves me of my guilt. Um, you know, I, there was a woman who worked at FabFitFun and she was great and she was mom and it was you know, pre-kids for me. Um, and, you know, she would leave early quite a bit for things like her kid's soccer game or, you know, taking him to the doctor. And I never, I was never mean about it. But in the very back of my mind, I thought, oh, she's she's probably not in it for the long game. You know, she, she obviously is not like super committed. And if I could look back at that girl today and just slap her, you know, I would because now I'm like, oh my God, she's just making it work, right? And she was amazing. And I think mom actually... The moms become the best multitaskers. We're able to get things done more efficiently, more quickly, you know, in the same amount of hours, quite frankly, that many of our male counterparts are doing it. We just get stuff done. Yes, we do. And your girls are so sweet. I mean, they're cute. They're kind of bad. <laughs> what do you mean they're sweet? I mean, look, they are they are very independent and very strong-willed. And, you know, I believe that it is the end game and that we are going to be raising you know, very smart, independent women. I could just use like a little less independence at two and five than I currently get today. But, you know, also uh, people look at me and they're like, well, what did you expect? I mean, and so I get it. You know, we are, this is the role that we are role models for these girls. And I honestly, I wouldn't want anything else. Um, I'm just tired. I completely get everything you're saying. I mean, Channing is incredibly strong-willed. Yes. She's whip smart. She has quick comebacks and... Well, and it's shocking for their age. I mean, I'm just never prepared for it. Oh, no, totally. Yeah, and my husband's like, you know where she gets that from, right? She totally gets that from you, and he's right. I mean, she totally gets that attitude and that sass from me. I can't even deny it. Um, um, I want to know, too, where – do you feel like you're still striving for, like, a balance? I know people hate that word, but do you still feel like you're juggling – um, your business and your home life or you, you know, what does your time management look like? Yeah. I mean, look, I, I think you're right. Um, we are constantly searching for balance. I think often we're just setting ourselves up for failure because of it. Um, I mean, I'm also in a really lucky position, you know, being at a startup and being a co-founder, you know, I, I, you know, do get more flexibility than I think your average working mom. So, you know, most days I leave at five o'clock on the dot. It allows me to go home and, you know, cook dinner for my girls and, you know, give them a bath and put them to bed. Um, but that also means that at 9 p.m. I'm back on the computer and it's often till midnight. And this is more days than not. Um, and, you know, I don't expect that from anyone else here. But for me, it's how I'm making it work. And, you know, I hope one day that that's not my life forever. But, you know, it's, it's at this point where you are still building your business 
and it takes a lot of work and you know my kids are still little I want to be there for them as much as I can and that takes a lot of work and you know I do think you know my my husband um, who did not join us on the trip because he was stuck at work um, is incredibly hands-on I mean I feel very very lucky I I I I think he's more hands-on than your average husband, but I will say like the mental stress of making it all work still falls on my shoulders. And quite frankly, that's the dynamic of most family relationships just because you're the mom. I mean, I, I wouldn't let it be any other way, so I can't blame anyone but myself, but um, it certainly doesn't make my life any easier. No, I totally get that. I like to be very hands-on, but my husband is also very hands-on. Um, so if there's times when like I can't pick her up from school, I call him and he's there to help me out, which is great. Um, like I'll be stuck at a press junket and Michael Douglas is talking so slow and I'm like, can you hurry it up? You're like, just hurry it up. (laughs) I'm like, I have to go pick up my daughter from school. Hurry up. This week I was in New York for work and you know, you schedule these trips months in advance. And then I found out that I missed Sienna's little mini performance summer was like singing in her chapel and then um I was supposed to get home last night and there was a giant snowstorm and I was supposed to be there to put them to bed but instead you know bound up back home around midnight and look I feel it's not a good feeling um but I'm lucky I have a village you know my husband my dad my nanny all came you know and they saw and they took pictures and we make it work and it's you know and it's next week when someone my husband has to work late like I'll be there for him and you know hopefully these kids realize that you know we love them more than anything and that's all that it you know and that's all that matters yeah it is and ultimately I look back on my childhood with my mom and did she work yeah she did my mom was a nurse she was a single mom and those hours I imagine are tough. yes it was very tough it was very tough for both of us she worked a three to eleven shift so I was a latchkey kid Do you have brothers or sisters no I'm an only child okay. yep me too and my dad had passed away so it was just me and my mom and she worked a lot yeah. and so I would come home make myself a snack and um you know I remember that I remember her working a lot but what I mostly remember are the times we did yeah. spend together and the fun things that we did together and you know I think so many moms now we're so focused on that perfect moment and that Instagram perfect moment experience um but what our kids will remember are the fun times we spend together and the cuddling on the couch and the you know dunking her under the water at Disney Alani you know 100, 110% <laughs> and I think look she's gonna remember that how much you loved her right and that's really what it what it comes down to and I think look you know your mom inspired you then to follow your dreams and passion right and I I hope that we're doing the same for our girls yeah I think so I think so um okay so let me ask you if I am only two out of the three of the fab fit fun yeah (laughs) can I still get the box 100 (laughs) percent because I don't know about the fit part I mean I'll be honest I was a thousand times more fab fit and fun before starting fab fit fun that's just sort of the reality of getting older um but you know the nice thing about it is um you know we're not super preachy you know the idea is just a well-balanced life and you know I think people these days have less and less sort of time and that women especially don't spend you know their limited amounts of time on their own self-care and happiness and I do think the box is a really easy cost-effective way that you can give yourself a little 
gift and you know we can all use a little more self-care in our lives totally totally and now the winter box is coming up can you tell us what's in that or is that a big reveal so um it is a big reveal but it has been revealed so we're very excited um so one there's a couple I think really exciting pieces in the box um you know one of the things that we um, I think do well is, you know, we have a great engaged membership and we are constantly asking them, you know, what they want. And when we asked them what they wanted for winter, you know, the most important thing was that it was comfy and cozy and very specifically they wanted a blanket. So you know what? We made a blanket happen. We worked with um, the company Mark and Graham, who's part of the West Elm Pottery Barn family. Um, And it's a really soft, beautiful, cozy blanket that's going to be your perfect throw all winter long. Um, We also, um, we had a fun partnership with um, Brooke Burke this season. So she's obviously incredibly fit, unlike myself. Uh, Looking uh, much better (laughs) than I am, despite being a little bit but that's fine. Um, And so, you know, she, we collaborated on um, some sliders. And then she did a bunch of content for FabFitFunTV so that you can actually, you know, work out with the sliders um, and get all your um, good calories burned so you can eat all your pumpkin pie. Um, and then there's a bunch of other things. There's a bear paw fingerless glove and um, headband set um, and, you know, lots of lots of fun goodies, lots of cozy goodies. Oh, it sounds super cozy. Oh, I love that. Well, I mean, honestly, I am super inspired by you and everything you've done here. Well, I mean, stop. I mean, come on. Like, how many businesses are you uh, running? It's amazing. <laughs> like, too many. It's definitely too much. I think I need to um, pare back just a little bit. Um, but listen, I'm going to put up information about FabFitFun and, of course, the new Winter Box up on Motherhood in Hollywood. Yay! So if anybody wants information about that, make sure you check out MotherhoodInHollywood.com. Katie, thank you so much. Thank you so much. This is so fun. You are amazing, and I'm so inspired by by you oh, but this is adorable if I can just talk about myself <laughs> all day rather than do it I think it's great uh, I, like I it. feel the same way that's why I started a podcast I love it I love it well congratulations it's awesome thank you thank you so much okay you guys like I said I'm going to put up information about FabFitFun and Katie on motherhoodinhollywood.com make sure you follow me on all my social media channels on Instagram Twitter and Facebook don't forget to subscribe to my podcast and would you please leave a review it would make my heart so 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 happy that's going to do it for me you guys have a wonderful week remember I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye. Mama funny. Balls.